Good morning, campers. Welcome to the Camp Good Boy Podcast. Episode 48. 48! <laughs> <laughs> we're so close to 50, boys. Yeah. I know, we're getting up. We're almost there. Late 40s. <laughs> that, that'd be a good movie. Like, you know, there was This Is 40, but if you just do, like, the Gaspar No version, <laughs> late Ooh. 40s. Oh, God, yeah. <laughs> And it's just and like it's a 48 minute race. Yeah, 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 exactly. <laughs> but yeah, it's all like these just old men just like talking about underage girls in French. <laughs> yeah, no, no, no. He would do okay. if it was Gaspar Noe, he would do like a like a like a live colonoscopy. <laughs> yeah, like that's literally how you go inside the asshole. He's got a new movie, doesn't he? Climax, yeah. And it's Good what's title. what's the what's the log on? <laughs> it's uh, it, 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 you know you want his movies they don't get progressively more normal they get you can't like because he had irreversible with the ten minute rape scene right so where do you go from there he kind of you like, go uh, from seeing the dick go into the go, vagina yeah, you, and into oh, the right. void into the void and, oh, yeah. and to, they should call that into the pussy <laughs> yeah, yeah they really should tell and you, then so. he he and did then, the um, porno didn't the he? porno one right. well it's no it's called love. It's uh, that's the one in 3D, right? With the 3D semen. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. But it's basically it's just kind of about a, a guy who like me, starts fucking his girlfriend and his neighbor, and it's just really graphic. This one is a it's a dance company, and someone douses them all with LSD. Whoa! And I mean, he's I I have to say he's probably my favorite director. I, I, I he's like, ever, I, he's I, a great director. I have to be honest, like I didn't even make. I mean, like I saw like. Like sections of the rape sequence in Irreversible because like the, the what scene are you talking about? Sh- we the, were scene just- was, the scene that <laughs> was so shocking to me though was like mm. the opening when the guy got his face bashed. Oh, with, with the like, with a fire, fire extinguisher. Fire like I had never seen anything like that. I was like, whoa, this is so disturbing. Well, and it yeah. starts because they go in onto a nightclub called the Rectum. By the way, for all the listeners, this is uh, a a film called Irreversible by a French (laughs) auteur by the name of Gaspar No. Yeah, he makes good date movies. Yeah, he does, really does. But but I think he's an insanely good filmmaker. At the end of the day, he is. What what ends up happening is if you make it through, okay, so the guy, they go into this club called The Rectum. The guy is looking for someone who just killed his friend. And then when they go down into it, and they're going down into this, like, dirt, I mean, it's called The Rectum. It's not like, it's not Chuck E. Cheese. The only balls that you're jumping in through there are uh, dangling <laughs> from a guy's uh, pelvis. So they, uh, but then the guy smashes his head in with a fire extinguisher, but you watch it in real time, like no cuts, uh, like yeah. the, the skull and the brain, like completely. It's vicious. Smashing. Yeah, his face. And just is that, his, is that, his, uh, is that his save the cat moment in that movie? Uh, yeah. <laughs> For his screenwriting one but, that was, but the, the structure of that movie was insane. I mean, that was the great thing about that movie because everything is in reverse, it right? Goes, and yeah. it's like, so it's like once after we are like uh, treated to like a 10-minute rape scene with the <laughs> like magnificent Monica Bellucci. Yes, um, she's gorgeous in there. And, uh, I mean, she's, she's not in the rape scene. She's gorgeous no. <laughs> in general. She's a beautiful, beautiful actress. 
Uh, do you know what Gaspar Noe didn't direct? The Perfect Storm. No, he definitely did not. No, he definitely did not. Perfect Storm is on right now. The saddest movie I've ever seen. I think this is. I think Irreversible is like more uplifting than this movie. But it is the saddest was, fucking movie ever. I was gonna say if you can make it through the ten minute rape scene, the movie gets incredible. Oh yeah, and then it ends. Movie. It's like beautiful, like because it starts in like they. She. It's a couple. She finds out she's pregnant. Yeah, and then it right. goes, spoiler oh, yeah. alert, but. <laughs> I, 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 I'm excited to see that movie. I'm Fly sure it's going to be nice. fucking great, and I'm sure there's going to be some crazy shit in it. Yeah, Enter the Void was pretty fucking. I like that. Awesome. I liked Enter the Void. I mean, again, but we're saying that like, we've seen the penis go into the vagina. Right. I think it's time to watch the uh, camera go into the rectum. Literally, uh, it would be full it, circle uh, yes. for Casper Noe. It, it's like rectum <laughs> colonoscopy. It's like it will be combining some of his greatest hits. Yeah, he should. He, he just decides to do like a studio comedy, yeah, like, late in, 40s. like, late late 40s. like inner, like inner space. Yeah, he yeah. remakes inner space. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> but I need to see the inside of Zeman's asshole. If we want to go f- late forties, we need to see the inside of his asshole. Yeah, to be a fly on the wall, uh, listening to that guy get notes from the studio. Oh <laughs> yeah. I mean, I feel like he was. The, I feel like he was. I feel like he was the first choice to direct Solo or like oh, Captain my. Marvel. You know, when they step out to get like. Somebody edgy to make these movies, but then they end up firing them because they're, they, they, yeah, they literally get what they hired, and uh, so he would be well, like, like, imagine because so if, if Irreversible is a studio movie, it's like yeah, his agent calls, it's like, hey, Gaspar, how you doing, but <laughs> Listen, they want to shave uh, two minutes off that rape scene. What do you, uh, <laughs> yeah, we have, you, you cannot destroy art like that. This is, this is the best rape scene ever. So, yeah, they want to reshoot the whole movie. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, they want to call it. They want to call it reversible. <laughs> <laughs> Does it have to be rectum? What's can we open can it she, at? Can, uh, yeah, what, what about marquee? Is it possible? Would it be possible for uh, Monica to fall in love with her rapist? <laughs> yeah, and, uh, really. Actually, make him sort of like the feel-good guy. They right. would have more of a meat cute vibe. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh yeah, like when she goes down into the underpass. It's a, yeah, it's a meat cute. <laughs> it's a meat cute. <laughs> Wow. Oh, man. A 10 minute meet cute? Oh, God. <laughs> Wait, I'm just going to. Give... Turn, it would just turn romantic comedies on its head. It really yeah. would. It totally yeah. would. Oh, look, it's totally charming. They're, they're, they're talking and they're having fun. And it, and it ends because it, the guy totally misreads the signs, so he ends up raping her. Uh, hey, it's true. You know, sometimes you meet cute and you just get carried away. That's the tagline. Yeah, <laughs> Found the fire extinguisher scene with sound. Oh, is this a behind the scenes? Oh! Oh! Oh, that's with the director commentary? Yeah, it's, they're just showing how they, the fire extinguisher going in this guy's head. You're either the sickest fuck ever, or you're way too into movies to watch the director commentary of Irreversible. Yeah, no. I mean, I don't know where that, where you are with that. If you're watching yeah, the director's seriously. commentary on Irreversible. Oh my God. <laughs> oh my God. That's when you literally are watching a rape scene being like, God, can't they just meet cute? Like, what the fuck when, is wrong with this guy? When you, when you listen to these French guys, though, it's funny how they kind of subverted. It's like, I was obsessed with American film. I was watching Backdraft and all the Fire Engine movies, and I wanted to do something to homage to that, so we decided to smash this guy's fucking yeah. head in, you know, with the fire extinguisher. It's Fred Jackson. <laughs> they, bring, they bring it all back to Backdraft. <laughs> yeah. Oh, oh, yeah, backdrop. Name, name, name drop. So, like, my wife always gets mad at me um, 
Every year, uh, we uh, go to the Elton John AIDS Foundation Oscar party. Whoa, bro. What and, are you... <laughs> Whoa, AIDS. <laughs> and uh, what's your toes? I'm dropping yeah. names here. That's going to be a big so, one but next I, year. But I get fucking iced. Just want to make sure I don't wake up kissing Freddie Mercury over here. <laughs> All right. So, you know, I, you know, I get pretty fucking lubed up at these parties, and... Um, I, I have my my wife gets so mad. She's like, "Do you have to talk to every fucking random celebrity that like walks by?" And I'm just like, "I can't help myself. I just yeah. have to start a conversation." So speaking of backdrop, so Billy Baldwin walks by me, and I'm like, "Billy, Billy," and he turns <laughs> me. Goes, uh, he's, I'm like, "Bro, I read your tweets, and I got to tell you, of all the Baldwin brothers, if any of you guys are going to get into politics, I'm t- it'll be you." Uh, yes. You all, your opening line with a celeb is always like a compliment, and then they're totally right, yeah. they're, they're yours. Totally oh, they are, yeah, they're yours. yours. They really and he are. He was like, he was like, "Oh, thank you, man. I really appreciate that." I'm like, "Yeah, totally." This is my wife Beth. My wife's looking at me like, "What the fuck <laughs> are you doing?" <laughs> yes. And uh, you know, but literally, it's like it usually always ends up in like a ten minute monologue of me like compliment. That's like a big joke. Like my friends make fun of me all the time. Like I once went up to Jason Biggs and I was like this is right around the time he came out in that Woody Allen movie oh okay a terrible Woody Allen movie but once again drunk I go up to him I'm like dude thanks for making Woody Allen relevant again oh, <laughs> oh wow. he must have he must have loved that he was like oh dude thank you wow no they they love that you know they don't like uh, quoting a line from the movie that they're in. <laughs> oh yeah yeah if you're you're just like yo or you're just like yo I think I saw an apple pie over there yeah, loser yeah. <laughs> No, there. You, when you were like in college or like in New Orleans, and you'd see like a famous person, it was like the the guys like I went to college with. You'd like harass the celebrity. Totally, yeah. Like you'd exactly. be like, "Yo, loser!" <laughs> it's like when Chris Kattan at the Chateau Marmont. Exactly. When we were walking up, he's walking down. You're like, "Yo, there's Mongo," and we're just like slapping our asses, like, "Hey, Mongo!" But yeah, there's uh, who's the lead singer of Nine Inch Nails? Trent Reznor. Trent Reznor. It's like uh, we were uh, we went to see. Um, What's that movie that also goes backwards with uh, the guy from LA Confidential? He's got all the tattoos. Oh, uh, Memento. Memento. Uh, Memento. Trent Reznor was in Memento. And I was just there with like a bunch of like college meatheads, and this guy, and one of my friends, is just like Trent. <laughs> Trent. <laughs> uh, no, that's to Trent. <laughs> <laughs> that's great. I'm sure I- IRL trolls. <laughs> <laughs> hey, that's how what it used to do. That I actually, I kind of like when there's no like cleverness in like harassing. Totally. Yeah. Look back. He's like, what, what am I what, supposed to do? Well, with? he's like, the, you look like the idiot, but kind of you're also kind of awesome if you're in that frat zone. Right. You're just like, yeah, <laughs> you're just in the pocket. <laughs> Trent. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Why was he guys- just like, dude, yeah, I'm the lead singer of Nine Inch Nails, like, fuck you. I'm surprised he was even, like, out. He doesn't seem like a guy that's, like, out a lot. No, well, that's the thing is when he steps out of, uh, when he steps out of that Nine Inch Nails thing, he's just, like, kind of a normal dude. Yeah, yeah, right, sure. Right, right, He's just, oh, like, he's he's just from, like us. Because he's from New Orleans. Yeah, or he uh, lives he in New Orleans. Right. I, don't, I don't know if he's from there. I think he's, like, from Detroit. Are they about to, there's this wave about to fucking That looks like him. Gaspar going inside the colonoscopy. Yeah, there it is. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. It looks like the light at the end of it. I didn't remember uh, Dolph. There, go, there goes the guy oh, jumping whoa. into the water. Oh, God. All oh, right. Who are they saving right now? I think they're saving that boat. Oh, the, the fancy those, yacht or something. Oh, oh. The Margo Kidder with Margot Kidder. Yeah. <laughs> right. And the warden from Shawshank. Oh, shit. Lois yeah. Lane was in this. The warden from Shawshank. Yeah. It's but the literally, war- not one happy thing happens in this movie. No. Yeah, no like, not one. No. Except, except the great scene where he goes, it would be like 
a perfect storm. That, that is actually because he's like so excited. He's the only person that looks <laughs> excited. He, he doesn't realize people are dying in there. The, the, what that means is there's going to be all these He's super obsessed with it being a perfect storm. Uh, that guy also played uh, Gina Davis's abusive husband in Oh, yeah. The Shooter oh, McGavin. Sure did. Yeah. Yeah. Christopher right. McDonald. Oh, yeah. That's right. He's also on uh, a little movie known as Grease 2. <laughs> Was he in Grease yeah. 2? Yeah. Did he play the new Travolta? No, no. Yeah, kind of. He plays oh, like wow. the... No, he plays like the bad guy, the main bad guy. Well, he uh, went to Hobart. Where our, right. our dad worked, and I guess he was there for an alumni thing, and he like, went off and came back was like bleeding from the forehead. <laughs> yeah. He was like drunk. No, he's good boy. He's like, where did you just go in Geneva, New York? <laughs> you're just getting, you're just have blood on your forehead. Somebody was probably like, hey, shooter. And he was like, oh, fuck you. Well, we were, yeah. I don't what know. What'd you say, motherfucker? <laughs> right, exactly. Do you remember this Hollywood Club AD? No. It was like, I mean, it was like the spot back in like 2002, 2003. <laughs> and uh, I was in there one night and uh, Shooter McGavin was there with like this really hot, like 20 year old. And uh, I just As went, one does in Hollywood. He was walking up the stairs and I was walking up the stairs and I, and I put my arm on him. I go, excuse me. He goes, excuse you? <laughs> <laughs> like didn't miss a beat. <laughs> oh, man. I don't think I've ever gone up to a celebrity. But I, don't, it, I don't think. I don't know why. There's, there's like a petting zoo mentality about it all. <laughs> you feel very handsy. Like, hey, yeah. how are you? I love seeing them. Like, I, not because I'm obs- like of star obsessed. I just think it's funny. It's, like a, cur- yeah. it's a curiosity. It's just funny. Like, oh, there's so and so. Well, yeah. no, the best is when we've been out to dinner. We saw like uh, Patrick Bergen from Sleeping with the. That Army. was the greatest. Right. Like those are the celebrities that I like to see. Yeah, like, no, me too. Who are just fucking so off the map. Oh, I love right. that. Like Billy Baldwin. I mean, like, yeah. I, Wait, Billy Baldwin is he real political? Yeah, yeah, he, his Twitter feed is, like, real. I mean, he's, like, all... But he's he's a little bit more, like, down the middle. Oh, you know, okay. Like, whereas, like, Alec Baldwin is just, like, such... He's, he's so a, fucking out of he's control. He's a douchebag. Yeah, he really, he really I, is. Yeah. Such a cock. Like, he gets into fist fights over parking spots. Yeah, like, I mean, dude, let it like, go. What the fuck what's wrong What's with wrong with him? <laughs> I don't like, know. Is it drinking, or... I don't know, because he was... What was he? He was playing, like, words with friends on a fucking plane, and they told him to shut it down. He's, like... Throwing a hissy fit, it's like, yeah, dude, what's and honestly, put your fucking phone away? Like, honestly, like, like uh, being on an airplane, like, is literally like when you see like humans, pe- human beings are just like incredible pieces of shit. Like, yeah. how hard is it really to just shut down for takeoff and landing? Like, the people who have like a million fucking things to do right before you take off, I'm yeah, like, yeah, what are you doing? Like, sit back, relax, yeah, I, you know, so, I, it's so I, true. I, I was something I want to talk about. Something seems to be changing, at least it's changing with me. And like, I watched, I saw on CNN today, did you see Jaguar attack that woman who was oh, yeah. taking a selfie at the zoo? Yeah, yeah, yeah. There's this string of things, it's like the uh, fire festival, Jussie Smollett. Uh, the the jaguar attacking that woman like the, like the whatever people I don't know the me generation or like the my face generation like that this kind of thing I feel like it's like you know how the sixties like the hippie generation like it was like Manson Altamont. Like oh, yeah, Woodstock, yeah, yeah, yeah. I, w- no, but like the the things that were like oh it's over like the oh, Manson yeah. murders, oh, right, right. the Altamont, like the people dying, like it feels to me like it's kind of ending. Like and I for the first time like dude I haven't posted anything on Instagram in like. Two weeks. I don't even want to like look at my phone anymore. Like I don't know. It feels like there's like there's like the more there's gonna be more of this Jesse Smollett thing happening. Like the bubble is like exploding, and I like or is it getting worse because it keeps happening? Because like Altamont Manson, mm. that stuff happened, and it was like that's over. Well, Those are two well, things. Because it ended like the hippie. The, like, yeah, the but hippie so, yeah, so, but it sort of became, But then I think it gave way to the seventies, where you think you had like just like incredible amount of like depression. Yeah, serial killers. 
fucking. Right. Um, I'd rather have that though than like oh yeah, yeah, yeah. oh like influencers. Like, oh, big time. Oh, influencer. I think that whole culture is is like it, headed towards it, no. a wall. Like everything like, seems to be like out of control. And you think it's, like because that uh, the fuck Jerry thing they came down hard on him, and then I saw like. A, a meme I liked in that crispy shorts guy like wrote of, of like a wisecrack. He got lit up like a thousand comments deep. Like it's over, dude. Bye. Like you're not even allowed to comment on Instagram. <laughs> yeah, anymore. right, right. Like they're they're just like it's almost like people were like, wait a second, are we really like her- heralding these individuals for doing fucking nothing? No, it's true. No, yeah. that's why I've, I, I fucking hate fuck Jerry and the fat Jew. I, they're my oh, two yeah, least fat, favorite is, people in the, the world. Jew, the guy, isn't he like steal jokes like on the regular? No, they both, yeah, that was I mean, they yeah. both do. Crispy Shorts I, I, is like I, his consignment. But I've been hating them since like for, some, for like four years. I'm like, why are these guys like famous? Yeah, Look, they don't do anything. Camp Good Boy memes are very good. The, oh, just, yeah. the starter pack. Hey, the start, I will I'm say. In, I'm in a good group with those. Hey, thanks. But I suddenly have felt like. You need some good memes. I mean, I guess everybody kind of finds their own way to disconnect. But like you're mentioning how every. Everybody's like on their phones on the airplane. Like, I maybe it's just my own personal thing. Like, I'm starting to disconnect, but I feel like we might be shifting toward because, like, the younger generation of millennials are like not as like they think the kids that are on their phone all the time are fucking like idiots. Which is great. Like, I'm wondering if this was just like a weird moment in history where people were just super. No, I think it is like every other weird moment. But then I read in the New York Post today there was an article about like Luke Perry died. R.I.P. Yeah. I think we should dedicate oh, this yeah. episode yeah. to Luke Perry. Totally. Rest in power. And they were Luke saying Perry. that it's the end of like Generation X. That right. like he was like they were like complaining that like Gen- the Gen X is like losing like they're losing everything. Like right. they won't, the Gen X won't have they won't have a president that was like from their era. And I'm like, get over it. Yeah, like who fucking yeah, cares? Who gives a shit? Totally, you're still alive. Yeah, yeah. These like so the people that like that. the baby boomers and the like, just be a fucking person. Yeah, like enough of the ge- what generation you're from. Who gives a shit? I know, because they're saying like it's the end of Gen X. Like Gen, they don't have a Gen X president. There's no like the, all these young people that are running for president are all like kind of like falling into that millennial right sort of trap. Oh, that yeah, they that it's no, I think like they, like uh, Alexandra Ortiz Corosado. What's her name? <laughs> AOC. Oh, uh, Kira Kurosawa. Like the, she's a, like she's the hot new politician, and she like she's the millennial. Like she represents that millennial wave that's that's happening. There's right, no like Gen right. X, but I'm just like get over it. Yeah, you're still alive. You yeah, you have Professor X. Right. You, got, you guys got a lot of great X Men <laughs> yeah. movies. This is the golden yeah, age of really. X Men movies. Right, and by the way, like Gen Gen Xers who have like emulated like, like I think the thing about the '60s was there was like such a like. Define it. There was a. It was such a gap between like the greatest generation, which is a fucking garbage, another garbage nickname for a generation, mm. and then Gen X were like, I'm not Gen X, the hippie kid, the flower power kids, the baby boom generation, yeah, in the right. '60s, like they were like old people weren't trying to be like the flower power kids. And I feel like the reason nobody no. in generation X should be fucking allowed to be president is they are all on their fucking phones too. Like they're all yeah. like behaving. Like no, true. Yeah. yeah, no, you're right. They want a president that says rad. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> but I was just like, Luke Perry Ethan is Hawk, the fucking are you listening. So, <laughs> so Luke Perry died and Ethan, that's it. Ethan Hawke says rad. <laughs> yeah. Oh, he definitely does. Yeah. That would, that would be his whole fucking campaign slogan. If he ran for president, yeah, yeah. Just be rad. Just be like, rad. No, I don't even know if you rad. Wait, I kind of want Ethan Hawke to run for president. It's just like fly with the hawk. But it's all just feel the whole campaign just feels like one weird Tim and Eric sketch with like uh, with Ethan Hawke running for president. It's like a lot of like waving green screen flags we should, we in the should, background. Yeah, we should start that. We should draft Hawk for 2020. Yeah, yeah. Uh, his campaign song is My Sharona. Yeah. <laughs> 
Wait, I feel like that we could make that Instagram page and it would like go viral. <laughs> yeah, Ethan yeah, Hawk for president. Hawk. We should draft Hawk and we should get as many like what gifts from reality Brit- fights. No, no, from um, uh, from first reform. <laughs> like you're just, he's got the like the self torture chains under his his his, his uh, outfit, and then just make a movie before inauguration. He yeah. and he's like he literally feels your pain. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Before eats- before impeachment, before inauguration day, uh, before fucking he's got his life like those before. Movies. I was walking around. Oh movies. yeah, oh, yeah. Uh, yeah, eating yeah. Jeremy Sisto's butt in the live. <laughs> <laughs> was that Jeremy Sisto? I'm pretty sure he eats Sisto in that. Doesn't Sisto die in that? I didn't know Sisto was in that. We were like Sisto-esque actors are in that. S- yeah. Jeremy Sisto oh, esque. Because we called that. That was like the what do we call that crew of actors? The uh, uh, was the, it the, the whack the, the whack pack? Yeah. It's like Jeremy Sisto, um, uh, uh, Josh, um, Josh Hamilton, Josh Hamilton. Ethan Hawke's not in that. I don't he's think. kind of he's he's whack pack adjacent at that time. <laughs> right. Yeah, he was definitely, he definitely he was, did a lot of things with uh, Josh Hamilton. A lot of the like. actor. Oh, <laughs> yeah, the, the, uh, Chris Eigenman from the Whit Stillman movies. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, oh, Eric Stoltz. Kind Eric of, Stoltz was like whack pack adjacent. A, little bit. a lot of the kicking and screaming. Yeah, no, uh, the not the whole cast Will of movie. The whole cast of kicking and screaming was kind yeah. of like the whack pack. Because like, yeah, the Brad Pack was like the Judd Nelson. And Rob Lowe, and then the, and then the frat, frat pack yeah. is like Vince Vaughn and Owen yeah. Wilson. And, no, it was and those. Like, it was those yeah. indie actors from like the mid the nineties. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. Like Lee Schreiber was definitely. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Before yeah, Ray Donovan, like, yeah, everybody who did like a nineties New York movie when they Def- were like just coming <laughs> out of the. Uh, Hope Davis was definitely like. Their yeah, she was the Chloe Seventy. No, oh, no, she was, no, no, she was Parker like, Posey. Parker Posey. They were legit indie darlings. Parker though. Posey was no. See, Parker Posey was like a legit indie yeah. darling. Yeah, yeah. But no, but I mean, she was she was in some whack pack movies. Like she would oh because she like, was in Kicking and Screaming. She was in Kicking and Screaming, and then she's also in the one with Josh Hamilton where she's like obsessed with Jackie O. Uh, Paul know. Rudd's in it too. Um, oh yeah, what yeah. The hell was that? It like all takes place in the house on like a rainy night. I think it's a play. Right. But right. really, the whole cast of that movie alive. Is, yeah, it's the whack pack. <laughs> yeah, big time. Yeah. Josh Hamilton's like the president of that. <laughs> yeah. Like, he's good in eighth grade. He's really good he's in eighth grade. He's very good in eighth grade. Um, I, he, I, he reminded me of like uh, he was like the, the, like. That dad, he was fucking kind of perfect. Actually. He was great. You know, I'd like to say, I think eighth grade, I, because <clears throat> none of the movies that were nominated for Oscars were that great. They weren't like great films. I think eighth grade was probably the best film. And First Reformed, mm-hmm. uh, First Reformed and eighth grade was like the, the two best movies. Yeah, they were great. They were both really, really good. Eighth grade was like incredible. Yeah, yeah. yeah. eighth grade was good. Yeah, it's amazing how many, like, when you mind, yeah, it was really great. Out of left field, too. I had no expectations for that movie. I thought it was just going to be like fucking Freaky Friday. Totally. No, yeah, you I know, think it was uh, just like one of these like uh, ki- like uh, uh, how to perks of being a wallflower. Yeah, like, yeah, something like that. It was like I didn't know it was going to be so like, I was, real. I was actually like it. It was it was hard. Like that night, I was like haunted by it. Yeah, no, it was good. I was, it was no, good. I, it was I went really in worried. I mean, it, it had the same sort of like hype as uh, Edge of Seventeen. And I thought Edge of Seventeen wasn't very good. I don't and know. I haven't that was seen like that. Woody Harrelson and Haley Steinfeld uh, and. Uh, Jerry Seinfeld. Yeah, Jerry Seinfeld. <laughs> oh, dude, 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 BBC America is really doing it. They're doing, literally, going to redo Perfect Storm tonight, right after they air it right now. Oh, it's coming. Yeah, you're going to see these guys die again. Yeah, yeah. Here they go. This is like the end for them. Oh, yeah, they're toast. Clooney's really looking down. No, literally, it's, we were saying before you came over, like, because they're catching fish. There's, like, beautiful marlin, and they're just, like, fucking yeah, cheering like, about stomping on its head. head. Yeah, it was yeah, like, that no. would never would, like, fly no. today. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, they won. They like, won. I'm sure animal rights people were watching this just, like, just kill these motherfuckers already. <laughs> All right, where, where's that wave? Like, come on. 
the uh, the only other story that came across my desk this week was uh, <laughs> was the was Paris Jackson. Uh, she's like, oh yeah, what she say? Uh, she tells all the people that are because I mean, Michael's not having a great moment right now. <laughs> Uh, Michael Jackson, like as if this, you, you know, because that was the thing was like, oh, he, he, yeah, okay, he molested all those kids, whatever, but he died. He's a legend. Thriller will live forever. Like nobody gave a shit. Totally. Like, yeah. and they're like, uh, now wait they a second. A no, you, you can't, no, that can't. Like, I didn't, I mean, it's so her, but her, like, her language on Twitter was like, chillax, my dude. Yeah, yeah, I saw that. And like, calm your titties. Like, it's, it's like, well, you're clearly your father's daughter, but like, <laughs> it, I mean, it's like chillax, my dudes. Like, your dad raped multiple children. Yeah. That's not yeah, a, yeah, that a doesn't serial, warrant a, a serial child molester. Not, that does not warrant a chill. That doesn't warrant a chill, dude. That does not warrant a chillax, my dude. No, like trying or to. Or calm your titties. Yeah, yeah. It's just like, dude. But think, I don't even think she knows what the fuck she's. Like, I don't think even about know, her yeah, reality. Yeah, think about her, her life. Child. I mean, yeah. she, even her dad. I mean, like. How like she how she came about to even be like alive in the universe is so right. weird to me. What is she now? I mean, is, I feel like she's just one of the. She would have been an like one of those her. like she's probably an influencer. Cobra Snake kids or something. Oh, probably she, she totally. Well, would. Dude, by the way, though, I will have to say, like, boy, the times have been pretty slow catching up to Michael Jackson because I was at my kid's school and they have like a giant tarp up on the walkway like a poster celebrating Black History Month and sure enough MJ's Michael up Jackson's there? up there and uh. I was like walking by that and I turned to like one mom I'm like yeah something tells me like he's not gonna be on that poster next year yeah oh no like, not at or all or tomorrow <laughs> you just go I there and there's just a rolling like, but crush. here's the thing because he he. this is why I don't understand why he's on Black History Month because he made so many many strides to get his skin light and to get away from being black why would he be such a role model is that what community? he did I mean, I think so. Oh, okay. But then also the other thing I was thinking of is like, <laughs> forget about like, so you're going to go let your kids stay at Michael Jackson's house and sleep in his bed and, and, he, and look at what that guy like looks like. You, you're telling me that you don't think there's anything wrong with this guy. Now think for a second, if Michael <laughs> Jackson wasn't famous and you just saw that guy walk down oh, the street, I'd be like, uh-huh. get that fucking lock that fucking thing up. You know, again, like <laughs> I kind of wish he wasn't famous, and you could like actually you could see do that. that. Yeah, yeah. I'd be like, no, oh, no, look at this fucking dude. Would be like, well, like, well, that's probably what he's gonna have to be in his like next life or whatever. Like he just comes back as that, but like, but not famous. Yeah, what's his? What's Michael Jackson's next life gonna be? Not pleasant. I no, he's <laughs> not gonna be pleasant at all. Yeah, he'll he, be like short eyes in prison. Uh, <laughs> But like, uh, but the, here's a, but it's the disconnect. So I was shocked when I saw this Michael Jackson thing, but nobody really said anything because it's like Black History Month or whatever. Meanwhile, at my other kid's school, like. They have White History Month? No, no. This is funny. <laughs> this is like when L.A. gets too woke, even for L.A. So they had like, these are like preschoolers and they have some fucking program where they have drag queens come and like read to the kids. Interesting. Like, Wait, that is that's the woke term now, drag queens? Or no, are you mean transgender people? No, or? no, no, no. Like li- like, oh, dude, like actual like drag actual queens. queens. I believe it was actual drag queens. Wow. Like program. So, I didn't know about this. I didn't even I knew it was an email and I'm like my, my like another parent told me he says, "Hey man, what do you think about uh, the fucking drag queens coming in to uh, read to the kids. It's like, oh, this is what a great parent I am. Like, oh, I have no, <laughs> I have no idea what you're talking about. Yeah. Like, all right, cool. I, I mean, I'm like, all right, that's cool. I guess. I mean, what, I'm, I think I'm in LA, right? So I got to be super woke, and I can't. And I, God forbid, I say anything that offends anybody. Oh yeah, you're done. I just come on to Camp Goodboy to do that. <laughs> and uh, and 
He's f- and then like literally like the next day, apparently like four fucking parents pulled their kids, and like somebody yeah, else was I mean, like, and they were like, there's like a mass freak out, and uh, I was like, whoa, I guess I guess drag queens reading to preschoolers in Los Angeles is too woke. That's too much. But Michael Jackson on a Black <laughs> History Month poster at my other kid's school, yeah, that's okay. You can just sort of like next to Barack Obama too. So you're like, wow, whoa. interesting. No, MJ got a lot of leeway, which is because he was Michael Jackson. Yeah, oh, tons. But I just feel like that. I feel like his it's oh, it's over for him. Well, no, I mean when that stuff came out about him, it was like here today, gone tomorrow. It was like, oh, Michael Jackson did that, but it's like, well, fuck, we have a party tonight. Why were we not supposed to play Beat It? Yeah, I mean, come on. Yeah, <laughs> right. Do, I, I have like no pun like, intended. Got, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and then when then he died, it was just like, oh my god, you hear fucking can't stop you get enough everywhere yeah you can't and then you know no but now he like now that this new the new fucking twitterati and everybody you can't do anything now i don't don't think you're gonna hear like human touch being like you know used in mixes anymore right like as like but like just like give it a rat the guy died no let's move on yeah What are they going to bring his corpse up and he's got to stand trial? (laughs) They would like. They have him like a a puppet. I do do think in America they would like to do that. People really like. Yeah, dig him up. Yeah, dig him up. Dig that. Dig his body up and tie him up. Yeah, Yeah. and I'm going to talk to him. Yeah. Everybody who was outside cheering when Ted Bundy got electrocuted, they would totally be the ones leading the chant. Dig him up. Dig him up. God. God. But, um, well, it's weird because while I was cooking dinner tonight, I was listening to Ryan Adams. And, I mean, he's fucking getting dragged through the mud and fame for good reason. But, mm-hmm. like, I still love his music. Yeah. You got some good songs. <laughs> like, but, I, but I had a moment where I was just like, huh, this guy, clearly it doesn't affect me. Right. I mean, well, like, I still like his music because that was the whole thing is, like, can you separate the artist from the Well, I mean, hey, do? listen, there hasn't been a trial yet. No, hey, you know, it's yeah. hey, come on. And I haven't heard that story. Judge and jury. Whatever yeah. happened to uh, <laughs> Judge and Jury. Innocent, innocent until until proven guilty. <laughs> it's true. And by the way, you know, here's this is gonna be a hot take, but uh, Michael Jackson went through the court system and got acquitted once and he did some out of court stuff before. He doesn't have a chance to defend himself against this documentary. Yeah, he, he was rotting away. So we don't know. We don't know. For all for all we know, he was a great guy that, <laughs> yeah. that just had kids sleep in his bed. <laughs> yeah, yeah, totally. Like that's there's nothing wrong, nothing to see no, here, folks. But I love there's like here. nothing to see here. There's everything's wrong with him. If you again <laughs> take away the, the the stardom, look at that man. <laughs> And he chose to do that to himself. He chose to turn himself into. He doesn't. Aliens are like, wait, I don't want to be compared <laughs> to this guy. Yeah, no, it's yeah. Uh, again, I mean, you know, uh, like that weird interview that he did where he was like buying shit in the store no, in like Vegas. He, like, what he's not that? normal. Something tells yeah. me that this movie, you're never ever gonna listen to Thriller ever again after this movie. I right. think it's gonna be like really like our, our uh, Solko. I think saw it and he like had to go like like take a walk after. Seeing yeah, it. I think it's a like of, dark yeah, as fuck. I haven't. Yeah, a lot of people have been like, have you seen the Michael Jackson? I mean, I can't wait to see it, but fuck. Yeah. I think it's going to be the final nail in the coffin. For, <laughs> yeah. for that might be it. You might, have to, you might have to get rid of your thriller vinyl, dude. But still, it's just like, so, the, so just leave him alone. Like, leave the guy's spirit alone. Like, yeah, or maybe he doesn't deserve that. Who knows? But just like, move on. Yeah. Like, let it go. He pops up in that studio. Have you seen the Studio 54 documentary? Is that on Netflix? Yeah. Uh, it's I, pretty awesome. Right. Yeah. 
It's uh, it's pretty cool. Oh, he was all over Studio Fifty Four, but he, that's when he no, looked like a million no, bucks. No, yeah, no, he didn't though. He I looked. He, he. I mean, I think he was like really self conscious about the way he looked. I mean, his afro, his he had like really bad acne, uh, and he was going through that. Like his awkward teenage years were like ten years of his life, and right. he, he he was like his hair was like. He looked like one of those um, guards at Buckingham Palace with his afro. <laughs> but they were, they were saying he would go into the DJ booth and dance by himself because he just, I don't think this guy knew how to acclimate into the And world also, who can all. keep up with him as a dancer? Yeah, yeah. He's like, like, whoa, I, yeah, yeah, you well, got me, dude. Yeah, yeah, that's true. I can't keep up with that. <laughs> it's, it's, it, the movie's just a lot of like, what's the sense in trying? And like the, that dance, like the, just a lot of. A lot of shoulder movements. A lot of shoulder <laughs> movements. <laughs> what's the sense in trying? But anyway, yeah, rest in peace, Luke. I didn't, I didn't see him go that far. Good lord! Yeah, um, <laughs> take you know. it over it. Oh, again, I mean, it yes, sucks. Like, right again, but this is like you know the collective grief that like you know a guy who's like a memory for everybody. Yeah, because it was a TV show that they loved when they were. Oh kids. yeah, he was like the '90s heartthrob. No, he really was. I mean, it's funny. I, I mean, you know, that just seems like a lifetime ago. Though. You know, what's funny. His final movie. The new Tarantino, Tarantino movie. movie, yeah, that's a nice way to go out. Yeah, because DiCaprio wrote something about him. I'm like, I'm like, when when did they work together? Yeah, and then sure enough, I, I could just... see when DiCaprio was younger, him and Luke Perry. Oh uh, yeah, they he, probably, yeah. He was probably pussy posse adjacent. <laughs> yeah, he probably was. I'm sure there was definitely some sword crossing. Yeah, you know the pussy posse is interesting because it's DiCaprio and then all these kind of like. Well, you, they, they were like lower mm-hmm. actors than the Wag Pack. Yeah. Oh my God! Yeah, it was Lucas Haas mm-hmm. and E from Entourage, and, right. uh, and somehow uh, David Blaine made his way in there. Oh yeah, and Toby Maguire. Yeah, Toby well, Maguire. I mean, Toby Maguire is and huge, then Bunchy from. Uh, oh, I don't know. I don't think he was in there. Maybe right. Uh, yeah, Entourage. Yeah, I mean they didn't. I mean Entourage. They clear. I mean that should. I mean that show should have gone dark. You know they should bring back Entourage like years later. You know it's weird. No version. That's weird. When I watched that pilot, I was like, I thought that show was going to be way darker. I really did. Yeah, they probably watched it. I didn't realize it was going like, to be... It's too dark, it's too dark. Yeah, maybe. I didn't think it, I didn't know it was going to be so, like, bro and It's like Sex and the City for guys. It right. got very bro It's very bro yeah, I bro-y. thought it was going to be, like, really dark, weird Hollywood shit, and it really wasn't at but all. But it's also not that, like, accurate. Like, when's the last time you saw, like, four dudes, like, walking side by side, just, Dude. like, down through, the, like, the movie studios, uh, or, like, down, like... I That was the worst part of that show. When they're all just, like, walking together. <laughs> oh, like, who walks like that I, with yeah. their friends? In a, in a row. <laughs> In a yeah, perfect in row. a perfect row, just like with their sunglasses on. Just no, like, Reservoir Dogs can pull it off, but yeah, not yeah, these four. Yeah, yeah. those, <laughs> those guys are about to rob a bank. These guys are all going to like get they're, notes they're, they're going the studio. To, they're just going them. to like Earth Cafe. <laughs> yeah. Dude, every episode that you had to have the four of them walk, it's like, fuck, oh, get it. I, that show's so annoying. Yeah. I mean, I, it's a guilty pleasure, but. But then what was like the girls' version? What was like the real the the because uh, you remember how girls like corrected Sex in the City right oh uh, the girls response to Entourage girls the show girls was like corrected what yeah, was totally. kind of like just like they were like with I don't relate to Sex in the City yeah, that's right, like right. I don't drink Cosmos and like date care about fund shoes. managers yeah, no no those girls were like dating like recovering Harry <laughs> exactly <laughs> yeah no like, totally yeah it, it and, uh, talk, took it out to Brooklyn and it's like no this is a little more real right. Right, you, in the pro- yes, but uh, in the process, like completely uh, destroying Brooklyn or like, yeah. <laughs> Brooklyn, Brooklyn still hasn't recovered. Yeah, I don't think yeah. No, but uh, Lena Dunham suffered. She kind of became like the Sarah Jessica Parker. People are just like, I don't look she, to you she for. Did yeah. Uh, I mean, she's kind of like di- disappearing. But like, what 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 came? What's like the well? I Broad City kind of was like, oh, that, that kind of cleansed the palate a little bit. Because then those girls. are girls that just don't give a fuck. They're just idiots. Right. They're just having and they fun love, they and love like it. yeah. 
But what, like what was like the next version of Entourage? Well, um, they, they, literally, it's Ballers. 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 Right. Which is like... To a certain which, extent, I yeah. Mean, but I mean, Ballers is fucking hilarious. I love Ballers. Because that, that's like, they just stop, like, the, that, I mean, they just don't write, there's no women in that show. Yeah. <laughs> they're, yeah like, they're there's really, just, it's just dudes throwing <laughs> yeah, out so hard. Spending money. <laughs> kind of spending money, like, doing really, Without like, losing weird, money, yeah. Constantly doing, like, shady deals. Yeah, like, that's a good show. Like, being sports agents. I mean, like, but there's, like... They had like literally The Rock had a girlfriend season one, and she was in like two episodes. She's never in it, yeah. Yeah, yeah they're never in they're it. They're just like, in it for a, a dinner scene and one sex yeah, yeah, scene, that's and it, that's, that's it. it. Yeah. yeah, or he'll like say something witty to her at the bar, and like she'll smile, but before they say anything, they cut right to the bed. Oh right, <laughs> yeah, right. Like, yeah, that's right. literally like, and it's and, and literally so it's ballers, right? Structured exactly like Entourage. There's a problem that doesn't ultimately end up being that huge of a problem. Oh, uh, right. no. Yeah, no. Takes, the conflict's very low. Yeah, yeah, and it takes 10 episodes <laughs> to solve the problem. <laughs> and then everybody ends usually on, like, the balcony of a luxury hotel. <laughs> right. Just, like, with, toasting. Like, view, yeah, right, yeah. champagne. W- or whatever like beer. A bunch of hot girls surrounding... Like the five dudes, they're like, we, we did, it. did it, we did it. <laughs> we I'm like, these guys are such bad businessmen. Like, <laughs> it took them uh, like a months apparently over ten episodes right. to solve a problem that most people would solve <laughs> in like, a fucking afternoon. Yeah, uh, yeah. Entourage always ended like that. We're making a movie. <laughs> yeah, 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 and then tearing over to L.A. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> and it was ten episodes. It's like getting the green light or like, <laughs> hey man, we did it. We finished fucking Escobar or whatever. And like, um, uh, but Ballers, dude. And Ballers brought back Steve Gutenberg. Oh, in a big way. And we yeah. saw him on our flight coming back from uh, New York for, oh, for yeah. Christmas. Yeah, yeah. I saw the Goot. The Goot. Sit and coach. Wow. Yeah, does the Goot sit first class? <laughs> I don't know if he would anymore. Like, if, if I was up in first class, I'd be like, Goot, first class, look at you. Ah, <laughs> spending your balls. Those, uh, those police academy <laughs> residuals are, uh, is, it, is this cocoon money? <laughs> Uh, dude, did Apple? Did I, oh, is is is, uh, is Police Academy finally available on Apple TV? All right. No, because if but I was sitting like, next to you and you were next to Gutenberg, like, well, three men in an exit row. But you know, like it, the studios, it's like Gutenberg gets his offer for three men and a baby, and it's like, all right, and you know, uh, Ted Danson, it's uh, like four point eight million. Uh, uh, Tom Selleck, so, eight, yeah, you know, right. uh, six million, and then Steve Gutenberg, uh, four hundred fifty thousand. <laughs> it's like, no, he was in Cocoon. He made all this money. It's like, come on, it's the Goot. You don't need all that right, money. Yeah, the Goot doesn't a, need all that money. Here's the fucking great thing about Three Men and a Baby, though, because this is like, this is also like where we are as a generation. So, like, in Three Men and a Baby. The B story in that movie is fucking that nuts. That ghost in the window? No, well, well, the yeah, ghost right. in the, there's the ghost in the window, but there's the, the whole subplot of, like, bags of heroin in yes. the baby's fucking Is that really stroll. what it is? Yeah. Yes. Wow, yeah, I haven't seen that movie it, in a it's, it's fucking heroin. So, like, the guys get the baby, but then they what they really have to do to get out of their mess is, like, deal with, like, murderous heroin Oh, I didn't, yeah, I've... I'd, Go to, and no you idea. Go, and then you go to the movie Beethoven, which is about like a lovable dog right. that like That's ruins a sinister plot, yeah. The B plot of that movie is a veterinarian is shooting dogs. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> no. Testing testing fucking guns for like a gun manufacturer. Yeah, that's oh a dark, it's a dark bad yeah. guy. And he's like killing the animals. And so it's like Beethoven's going to die. Charles Grodin didn't yeah. have any notes on it for <laughs> yeah. that. No one changed it. Now it's like there are no like every fucking kid like you know, I mean, kids' movies are different, but there was like this mid movie of like PG 13 back in the day that now 
Like, they just don't have that kind of crazy B story. Where, like, the world is a scary fucking place. Yeah. There's no warning for these millennials. Wait, do you, I, what's the last kid, like, what's the last kid movie you watched, like, with your daughters? Well, I, mostly the Pixar stuff. And that, oh, those, okay. movies are, those movies are really good. I mean, like, but those are, like, straight up kid movies. I'm talking more about, like, that middle movie. Like, the, they're, like, the PG-13, like, the hard PG-13. Right. Uh-huh. Yeah. Like, they don't, like, where I would see these movies, like, as a kid, and, like, I'm talking about, like, from, like, 10 to 12. Yeah, no, yeah, for, totally. And I mean, my parents were out to lunch, so I was. Uh, my dad took me to Beverly Hills Cop in the movie theater. I was like fucking seven. Yeah. I was seven years old. My dad's like, "Just don't say the lines that. Uh, don't use all the language. <laughs> yeah, Try right. not to use the language that all these characters use." <laughs> yeah, that went in one ear and out the yeah, other. I was like, yeah, fucking a, dad. <laughs> oh yeah, I mean, we were watching. Uh, our, our babysitters let us watch Alien. That yeah. was our babysitters, but like even then, I mean, mom and dad were never that. Yeah, we could watch rate, like I violence mean, rated R movies. Pretty much. Yeah. yeah, no, totally. I mean, at midnight, you know, literally. I mean, like, again, those movies were. I mean, the dude gets shot to pieces at the end of Beverly Hills Cop. Like, like, like Maitland rolls down the stairs, like covered in blood. <laughs> yeah, right. the worst is when you're watching a movie with your with your dad or your mom, and a sex scene comes on, oh. and both parties just need to be like. <laughs> well, I mean, I remember we were watching. I forget we were watching. There's a, lot of, a lot of throat clearers. I want to like, say mm, we were watching. Mm, um, I think we were watching Presumed Innocent. Yeah, and there's that scene where Harrison Ford is like sucking on that woman's tit. Yeah, and I remember I, I said to my parents, I was like, "Why? How come when I see that, like, my penis feels weird?" <laughs> and I think that was the. I think that's the sign where your parents are like, "Our kid's not gay." <laughs> <laughs> yes. Woo! All right. <laughs> I remember bill. saying that. <laughs> but like, how do you? I, and our, I think my parents were just like, they, they should have been like, that is not okay. <laughs> right. That is, go to your room. <laughs> that is not okay. We'll talk about this tomorrow. Is yeah. that you're, there's something wrong with you. <laughs> Figure it out in yeah. your bedroom. There's something but seriously, yeah, that seriously like really, wrong with you. That was a really like sexy scene. That's uh, a good movie, actually. It's, good, it's a great movie. Raul, Raul Julia. And yeah. I always remember that the book cover had the thumbprint. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> That's a good oh, book cover. Presumed innocent. But, yeah, I remember. Because, no, it is, it is weird when you see that. What I don't understand about this, who wrote this book? Carl Jung? Sebastian, Sebastian Younger. Younger. Sebastian Younger. Yeah. They, what is he? Is there, is he seeing like a vision of he's his wife? He's seeing his wife just before he's about to go on. Yeah, he's about but to go What down. is he basing? Okay, so they all die. Carl Jung was not on the boat with them. Uh, how does he know what was going on in this boat? Like, for all we know, they just went out, got, like, stuck in the Nor'easter or whatever this is, got, like, sucked into the thing, and were, like, dead in two seconds. Yeah, I, I mean, again... Uh, I, I don't understand why this was even a story. I don't understand why it was a movie. Uh, yeah, you know, you're right, because it's, cause it's, there's nothing fun about it's that all, movie. They say it's a true story, but, it's, I mean, it's essentially all just, like, make-believe. Yeah, like did you do, like you don't think John I mean, C. Riley actually got a hook through his thumb and got pulled out? I mean, how do they know? <laughs> they, where is he getting? Where did he get this evidence from? I mean, they just had the story. And, I mean, a or channeler or, or <laughs> <laughs> like, they go see Whoopi Goldberg and Ghost to like get the get the notes for the beats yeah, for the I mean, character it's a, it's beats. A book. Yeah, you're right. No, it's true. <laughs> yeah, they're like, look, I'm sure they went out there and had a great had a great catch. Oh no, they did, they, and they were cheering about Wait it as they were they ra- slicing the Marlins' head off. And maybe like, they were radioing. Yeah, they were, maybe they Tush by ZZ Top is playing on the boat. Yeah, they were really into fish cruel, cruelty to fish. <laughs> maybe they were radioing in. Maybe they got it from bits and pieces of like, hey, we caught a lot of fish. 
but also oh, yeah oh the radio maybe yeah, yeah they maybe they, they just left the radio on by accident so they were like that carl young has the whole entire thing no, I yeah see, no you, you i, never can, know. I can see when they were writing that movie like, one question was probably like okay how, like first notes meeting. How do we? How do we? How know? do we how know? Do we know? <laughs> how do we know? Oh, no. They're like, how well, do we know? How can we? If anybody asks, and they're like, dude, he was CB radioing into into port. Yeah, hey, we're not we're not coming in today because we caught a lot of fish. Wait, but that's such a good point because they're like, well, no, I mean, well, that didn't happen. It's like, but honey, uh, we don't know what happened in that boat. We <laughs> yeah, can do whatever yeah, the fuck we want. Yeah. <laughs> logic police, logic police. It's a really bad movie. When I wa- really, when really I bad. saw George Clooney. In that, when he just like he's like all like handsome and he like comes on the boat and he's just like it made me realize how much I don't like good guys. <laughs> like I really don't like like good guys. Like well, oh, they're usually just, never good. No, they're kind of just like you're like this me on this guy. <laughs> yeah, like, like, you want like, really has no flaws. Yeah, like, yeah. just yeah. like hey, shit. like hey buddy, we're gonna go do this. You like, know what other? Let's you know, go catch some fish. You yeah. know what else missed me on? Uh, you know, I don't like the whole captain going down with the ship. Because they're on the boat and they're like, let's get out of here. And Mark Wahlberg swims up and then George Clooney goes. And then he's like, he stops and then he like disappears. It's oh, right like, into the road. He's like, fucking try it. to save yourself. Yeah, no. Like, are they, come on. You know what would be I, great I is shit. if they had those jetpack things that the that they that like Kenny Powers has where like the spray goes down and you oh, can yeah. kind of fly above the water. <laughs> if all boats were now just equipped with those. You'd be fine. And you could just like jump off the boat into the storm and just like <laughs> take one of those things like all the way back to fucking also, port. Where's where are the life jackets on that boat? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Yeah. Wahlberg's just there like where's the life jacket I just but I just if I was the captain of a ship and it was going down I'd be I wouldn't be like you know what I'm just gonna let this water engulf me I'd, I'd yeah. just make an effort or also like they don't talk about like there's definitely probably had like some firearms there and it was just like that because <laughs> what, like, what happens if George Clooney exactly. like I, he's very calm too when he goes back in it's like oh, oh, I'm, cool. I'm cool I'm gonna drown well what happened if George Clooney had had uh Survived that, and they would, and he's back on shore. They're like, "You didn't go down with the ship. Yeah. What, what are you doing here? You're supposed to go down with the ship. That's what the captain Couldn't do does." It. I came back here to tell the <laughs> story. Saturday, miss me on that. That would be great if, like, the the whole they're all back at the the bar, the Andrea Gale bar, or whatever, and they're just like looking out, like all like forlorn or whatever the word is for sad. And you just see Clooney on that jetpack thing <laughs> coming back. He's like, "I'm okay. I'm okay. Don't I worry. I survived. I survived." The other guys are dead, but I survived. <laughs> I'm here. Let me tell you, we were so close. We caught so many fucking marlin. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, he just comes back. He's got the marlin head on his head. <laughs> he just he just comes in like chalky and fucking cabin boy. Uh, nice, ref, nice reference. I'm here. Yeah. <laughs> Cabin Boy is a great movie. Oh, yeah. Now that's a now that's a, a water of being <laughs> yeah. out on a boat movie. I can get me. Yeah, yeah. Really. David Letterman's in that movie. Yeah, he sure is. Yeah. You want to buy a parrot? That movie's great. That's amazing that he agreed to be in that movie. <laughs> well, him and Chris Elliott are boys. Yeah. Well, yeah. Chris, Chris Elliott was like I think the first head writer on Letterman. Yeah. Oh, really? Oh, yeah. No. He was. Um, but, but anyway, if I'm a captain on a boat, it's going down. I, I'm like, you know what? Fuck, I'll get another boat. I'm going to try to save myself. Yeah. No, once that thing start, once I would, would start getting seasick, I'm like, I ain't going to make it. I would just jump off and start swallowing water. 
I'm yeah. not going to stay on there with like. I'm also going to fucking, but like I said, I'm also going to try to find a life jet. Is this like the sequel? Well, what, is this like the yeah, new? No, yeah, no, yeah. This, this is them. They're now like all in the bar though. <laughs> like, uh, uh, but no, but the thing is, is like once I'm physically uncomfortable, like even if there's like a 20% chance that I might survive this thing, I would just be like, I'm out. Well, guys. I mean, no, later. Like, I mean, it was a grim situation. It's kind of like the captain going down the, with the ship in Titanic. It's like, you know, you're probably not going to make it, but I mean. You yeah, know, but that he was like a captain of like a commercial ship liner, right? So didn't he, it's like a, ca- like a he's got to be like Sully in that moment. You got to like say, try to save everybody on it. No, totally. Right. So if you go down, you go down. Clooney is with like just a, his boys. <laughs> it's like a fucking bachelor party, like Marlin fishing trip, and you got to be like, "Fuck that, man!" Like uh, it's just so like how he disappears in the. I'm not. I don't know. I just, is that just Jesse Smollett's in it? <laughs> <laughs> no, you know who that guy was? Oh, I forget his name, but he was That's in William New Jack Fickner. City. Yeah. Oh yeah, you're right. Oh, he played. He played. Uh, he played Wesley Snipes' boy oh. in that. Am I my brother's keeper? Oh, Alan Payne. Alan Payne. Yeah, you're right. Right. oh, you're right. That is him. You know what actually would be kind of fun? Like, you've, you've already, like, accepted the fact that you're not going to make it from this, from the accident, from the boat storm. And those waves, those big-ass waves. No, I like, mean, it's pretty If you grim. just jump out and, like, kind of, like, you're just kind of, like, floating up in those <laughs> things, it'd be kind of fun. Probably, if you had a life, if you had a life jacket, you're good. Yeah, oh, jacket. if you had a life jacket, that's yeah, why I'm can... like saying, where the fuck are the life jackets on that boat? But yeah. wait, Marky, Marky Mark was wearing one, and the waves still were too big for him. Was he? Yeah. I didn't know if he and, was wearing and one. And that woman, or the woman they just showed, is uh, she's sad because the only guy who's ever fucked her in her <laughs> life and ever will just died. <laughs> no, he doesn't fuck her. Oh, he doesn't no, fuck her. So no, she, he doesn't. Oh my god. So, so she's kids. just stuck Those with. <laughs> she's just stuck with John Hawk's kids. Like she. John Hawks was the first guy that ever talked to her at a bar, so now she's responsible for John Hawks' kids. <laughs> hey, that's how they that's how they do it in these Massachusetts <laughs> fishing towns. <laughs> yeah, yeah. She's, I quite, I, she's quite surprised. Right, I before the, right before the funeral, he wrote his will out on a fucking cocktail <laughs> napkin, and he's like, "You got the kids." Yeah, you get it. <laughs> she's just looking at the cocktail napkin like, "Is this legal?" <laughs> because she didn't like his advances because she didn't think she was pretty enough that a guy would be talking to her. Right. So she's like, "Get out of." here dude now she's like that guy he had to come up and talk to me <laughs> now he have to talk to me i had to talk back to him and now he's giving me his fucking kid and they didn't get the, didn't get the goddamn marlin back oh, the parts. i got no money and, and marcia clark is giving the eulogy <laughs> <laughs> the fuck who is that Mary Elizabeth? Mary Elizabeth Master Antonio. she's a great yeah. actress she's great in scarface oh god and she was great in the abyss yeah she is good oh, in the yeah. abyss. and robin hood prince of thieves Oh, yeah. yeah, she's made Marion. Yeah, she's a great actress. Let's see if there's any. I was just going to say. So there they are right there. Dale. Wow, look at those Boston names. <laughs> David Moran. Sullivan, Michael. Moran. And there's Alf- Gloucester. Alfred Pierre, I'm going to go out on a limb and say I think he was the African-American of the group. But made, when, they're, when they're about the, when the mm-hmm. Coast Guard's going to save them, they're just like, yeah, so they were from Gloucester. And he's just like, Gloucester. They're always from Gloucester. It's like, dude, this is a grim situation. Yeah. Yeah. I don't like fucking. Uh, weren't those guys from Gloucester? <laughs> well, this is, again, like, one. I still, like, it, it amazes me, like, the Perfect Storm was like the first of like this just nonstop Boston porn movies where like every yep. movie has got a fucking Boston accent. You made a good Dude. observation earlier, Phil. Yeah, every they should have a consultant on these movies and be like, look, not everybody from Boston has a Boston accent. Like yeah. you don't need to just be the guy. 
Yeah. Like we get it. You're from Boston. Right. Um, you don't need to, you don't need to have an accent. No, you just don't. I've met so many people from Boston that don't have an accent. I've met more people that I, don't than do. I know, but also like Boston's not like, like Boston's not a big city. Like, you know I mean? Like it's like, like a, a provincial place. And I know a lot of people who listen to the show are from Boston. They're like, fuck that guy. I don't, do we have any Boston listeners? Maybe. You never know. Bobby Shea. Oh, yeah. Shout out. Shout out. Yeah. The accent that tops all of those, though, is the Yinzer accent from Pittsburgh. Yeah, you ever yeah. hear like a real fucking Yinzer? Yeah. On air. And you're like, what? Are, yeah, are you, have you ever have you ever read? Did you take English remedial English? <laughs> right. No, but like, you, you never hear like an intelligent person that talks like this. It's like you know when the stars formed and the, when the Earth was all coming. It's like they, th- that. It's because it's like look at Michael Cohen. Like it's not That's an intelligent. Yeah, yeah, right, right. You know, it's like the it's it's lazy. No, well, so bit, yeah. yeah, well, Trump has got a bit of that New York act. I mean, like, and it, listening to Michael Cohen, I was just cracking up because I was like, <laughs> these fucking clowns. Are like r- literally, we are like a lo- like the America is a fucking joke. Like I keep wondering, like today I've been thinking about it all day. Like uh, you know when we there were people who were gonna go bust up a pizza parlor in and he, one guy did run in with a machine gun based on like an imaginary fucking sex pedophile ring that was taking place in the basement of a pizza parlor that didn't have a basement run by Hillary Clinton. Right. We now have evidence today that basically everybody who frequented the omelet bar at Mar-a-Lago <laughs> is fucking, literally fucking, like, Asian, like, trafficked Asian women in a, in a, in a, in a, in a massage parlor about... 75, 65, a 65 minute drive from Mar-a-Lago. Right. Oh, yeah. Trump was watching the Super Bowl with the owner of that spa. Right. Yeah, right. And she's <laughs> selling access to Chinese intelligence. And also, <laughs> like, when are people going to wake up? Like, Forbes today had Donald Trump jump, like, 41 spots on the Forbes billionaire list. Yeah. Like, where the fuck did he get that money? I thought he was working. I didn't, I didn't think he was taking a salary. No, right. well, I mean, but he's yeah, he's he's got all kinds of th- like you're you're not supposed to like run any companies while you're president. You better believe everything he's doing is <laughs> yeah, like, yeah, yeah, yeah. No, yeah. it's a total. He's just making money because this is and this is, brings me to another. Well, I felt that his presidential. And I, this is the one thing that was valid from where I thought I thought he was actually going to be a more diplomatic president because I thought it would be better for business. But I, I, what I misread, it is good for business that he's president of the United States. I just misread how he was going to do it. He is 100% using the presidency to get, yeah, but you thought he was money. using his irreverence to get elected, to get elected and then, and then he, he was going to become like more diplomatic and back. he was going to scale it back and become like possibly become a good president because w- he could only gain from that, but he can gain more by being a, from shit being a yeah. total piece of dog. But shit. then there was another article in the post today was just like, gr- like, can you be a great president and be a fucking piece of shit? And yeah. it's like, they all are. And then they, they say, they cite Gerald Ford and Jimmy Carter as just like these great guys. And they're like the most, the least memorable presidents ever. Hey, but uh, Jimmy Carter uh, took, was responsible for taking down, partially taking down Studio 54. So he got. Yeah, that's right. So well, he, yeah, it was chief of staff. Was doing heat doing in there. Heat yeah. yeah. He's a bad he president. Then. Yeah. 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 But I mean, you know, but like making money off the presidency, like you have to be a prick to be president. I get that. But this is a fucking joke. And so he's taking it a little further than. But I mean, they I mean, said like apparently. I mean, JFK was a fucking like serial. He was a dirtbag. <laughs> yeah. I mean, that guy had a garbage dick. Yeah. <laughs> 
I mean, Bill Clinton. Bill Clinton. He did was too. Bill Clinton too. Bill Clinton was a fucking scumbag. And like but, Truman and FDR had some fucking skeletons. But like he a would, lot of them. FDR uh, was an ins, insatiable womanizer. As right. Well, you know. But so JFK was fucking women. Like he would get off on fucking women. Like within earshot of Jackie. Like oh yeah. He was like a total. Oh yeah. Dirt all in there and there in the presidential uh, residence. Yeah. In the White House where they live. Yeah. yeah. I mean, look. I mean, uh, yeah. So all right. I, I, again. I think like but JFK got his. If it was the whole thing was just like a jealous ex, yeah, then yeah, you know, yeah. That was who killed him. I can't believe, I can't believe it you were just so some... fucking rude to fuck me. Where you Jackie didn't, you, hear you me, didn't text so. me yeah, back. Yeah. They, <laughs> they finally get image of the grass. You know, it's just some crazy intern. <laughs> That's a hot, too, motherfucker. Yeah. That's a nice fresh take on the JFK that conspiracy. Is. Yeah, a good one. totally. That's a good one. It was it was a girl that he fucked and didn't call back. If they ever mm. figure out time travel, like you know, then you could throw this conspiracy twist into it. It's like somebody from the Me Too era is like, I'm gonna go clean up. Yeah, I'm gonna go, I'm gonna go take, take care of some take, fucking dirt. Oh, if they invent time back. travel, I feel like everybody's going to the grassy knoll just to be like, all right, what where the fuck's going on right now? Yeah, let's put yeah. this thing to no, bed. That's a good idea. We should, you know, you could like run a tour, like time travel tours, like find. Out the secrets of history. <laughs> Did George Washington really have wooden teeth? Like, you know. Like, yeah, I don't get that one. Did like did he? Uh, George Washington have wooden teeth? Yeah, as a fake fake teeth. Yeah. Well, well, I mean, what was I, it? I, I mean, again, I you know, I was I was uh, you know, I think about the, what's that movie? Um, John Adams with Paul Giamatti. He, but boy, Billions is like the one show right now. Which feels like prescient and timely because it's like I do think Trump is going down. The Southern District of New York is the one that's going to take him down. Oh yeah, and that's mm-hmm. like Ben Paul Giamatti's fuck. What's going to happen? Billions this season. But yeah. they're they're not going to take him down until he's out of office. No, they're going to take him down. I, I I have money. Here's the thing. Uh, as, your, as, with, your politi- I, as your political correspondent, I'm gonna. I'm gonna <laughs> yeah, throw, we're really getting our uh, money's worth <laughs> yeah. tonight. I'm gonna throw. I'm gonna throw in my my. Here are my predictions. Um, also, for all you listeners, this fucking loser Sam Nunberg was also uh, invited. Shout to, out! Uh, shout out yeah. to Sam. He was gonna come on the show, but uh, because he's been on MSNBC so much lately, <laughs> he decided that uh, our audience—I guess Ari Melber has uh, better ratings than Camp Goodboy. So <laughs> he doesn't. No, want, he didn't want to come on the show. Well, he he first started coming on the show. This is a guy who comes on the show and he works for Steve Bannon, but he works for he worked for Trump, and the whole border wall is his idea. <laughs> yeah, like, I mean, I'm like, it's actually kind of doing us a favor that he's not coming on the podcast because <laughs> yeah. we uh, when he would come on, it was like, oh, this is this Trump guy and he works for Steve Bannon but like we can just kind of have fun because he's just like this guy but actually I mean he's like he's like Hitler the immigration thing is Hitler youth the immigration angle was all his idea I right well we did that. right well we did it well we, when we, here at Camp Good Boy we really uh, engage in fair and balance so <laughs> yeah. we let him come on and like trash trash people and we were like okay with it even it, regardless of our own political views um, but then he literally though he really he really pissed me off because this idea that we didn't get suddenly his he suddenly got a huge fucking irony. I mean, irony audience that people are tuning in to listen to him. And I wrote back <laughs> to him via text. I said, "Well, dude, the truth with you is uh, the truth with with you is once this uh, Mueller report drops, you will no longer have an audience either." Well, yeah. like, and I, when is like the this, Mueller report dropping? Well, they said it was going to be this past Friday. Like I, I they said it was going to be this past Friday. Um, because they thought they were going to avoid this Friday, because this Friday is the Ides of March, and so no one wants Ooh. to. No one. Everyone. So there's this like whole hilarious thing in the. I mean, the problem with the mainstream media is they start saying things like Ides of March. Shout, Shakespeare shout out. Yeah. Wait, 
Oh, and, okay. uh, Julius Beware Caesar was the Beware of the Ides of March because right. Julius Caesar was killed on March 15th by Brutus right. and Cassius. But the problem with the mainstream media is they, they start this Ides of March storyline. They don't really seem to think that 60% of the country has no fucking idea what they're talking about because yeah. most Americans are so fucking stupid. They're not even <laughs> sure who Shakespeare is. Yeah, they're, they're no like saying Ides. And certainly no one who voted for Trump is like, oh, Julius Caesar. Yeah. <laughs> yeah really. Like, they're, they're referencing Julius Caesar, honey. Come in. To At the- two, Muller. <laughs> but but I, they, I haven't heard this much anticipation for something dropping since, like, Wu-Tang Forever. No, yeah. So this is, like, a big... Oh, so- my God. This is big. This is, like, this is, good. This is like Star Wars. Literally, this week, they were doing stuff where, like, people who are dying, like, older people who are dying, like, one guy died this past week, and literally his last words are, I'm not going to see the Mueller report, am I? Oh, and then, yeah. like, and then like minutes later, he became like incoherent. Well, what's, what's in the Mueller report? Like what's the one juicy nugget that's I mean, child I pornography, mean, child porno- I mean, again, pedophilia. I, first, again, personally in my Everything opinion, in True Detective 1 <laughs> and 3. Yeah, I've been saying that. True Detective, yeah, if, the, if True Detective was real... All members of Mar, all paying well, members of Mar-a-Lago are part of that. This is the thing right, we're right, starting right. to see the connection between that little rub and tug that that has the human traffic rub and tug. See, rub and tugs are always just like a funny thing. It's like <laughs> ah, I just go get a yeah, rub yeah. and tug, but you don't realize you're you're getting a rub and tug by a human slave. Yeah, right, yeah exactly. That's but thing. now they're starting to connect dots between like uh, Trump and the spa owner, and that like right. it's all you know. Well, no, when that first came out, and they were bringing Trump in. I'm like, is he really? But now, of course, it seems no, like no, he might I, be. No, I no no. Trump is like one head of a transnational criminal organization <laughs> that. It masquerading as a government. Uh, I mean, we are we are literally watching with our eyes a kleptocracy take shape in this country. I mean, uh, the middle a class. What? Uh, you know, like, like that Russia. was a great word. Kleptocracy, dude. Like, wow. like, like, Political like, correspondent. Like, what does that kleptocracy? mean? Kleptocracy. Well, kleptocracy is like uh, is a is a gov- It's like literally where like the government is enriching themselves. I mean, I what we're, a, oh, what okay. we're watching right now is what has existed in the former Soviet Union since since the fall of the Soviet Union, where, you know, it's, it, you know, right now the Trump family is selling America for scraps. And, I mean, it is, it is shocking. Ivanka Trump and Jared Kushner do not have the qualifications to have top-secret, uh, compartmented, sensitive information. Like, they wouldn't, even the president wouldn't get one of these things if they vetted him. So he's been laundering money for the Russians for for. <coughs> 30 since the 80s and he went to and he's been cultivated as a russian asset so my hope is that the Mueller investigation is going to unearth a global financial crime where you know and and, and in russia what but putin and his and, and and the russian mob is essentially like an arm of the kremlin so what putin has been doing is he picked his best friends and it'd be like if the three of us were friends with trump and eventually, if we don't stop this guy, like, Trump is going to turn to his best friends, like Bob Kraft, after he gets a fucking handy from a sex slave, <laughs> and be like, listen, bro, I'm going to give you, like, NBC, so, and you can own your football team, and, like, and, and, you're, all, and, you're, just, and you're just selling the country for parts. Mm-hmm. And it doesn't matter. Like, it, like, power rests in, like, five or six families, essentially, and in, right now in the world, it's Russia... America, 
Uh, China. The, the, the no, China, no, no, no. He's gonna make America great again. <laughs> you don't know what you're talking about. Yeah, well, right. But the, the, but then the Qataris are involved. I mean, somebody explained to me how. Jared Kushner, the fucking guy's gonna ruin his family, Kushner. And Kushner comes from a scumbag family, too. I mean, Jesus, his father hired a hooker, probably from the same Asian parlor, to seduce his brother in law, videotaped it, and gave the videotape to his sister. That's Jared Kushner's father. This guy is getting to look at classified information. He may know, he probably knows that Area 51 is housing aliens. And the thing about this fucking guy is all of a sudden, 665th Avenue. The Qataris bail him out. And this only comes a few months after America, along with Saudi Arabia, like blockaded the country and wouldn't let any fucking money come in and out. And then 665th Avenue has been completely refinanced. <laughs> and the Kushner <laughs> family is completely fucking off the hook. So if this is your first Camp Good Boy uh, episode, Nick is not a Trump supporter. <laughs> <laughs> I love oh, the guy. Man. I love the guy. What are you talking about? Hey, no, I mean, look. So those other presidents are like everybody's got their scummy side, but this but, is like Trump takes it. To no, I mean this is he's a Russian level. asset. Basically, I mean we're basically being run by the Soviet Union <laughs> right now. Yeah, and by the way, like I mean I don't like Trump anymore. I mean, I, you know, I knew he was going to win. I, I, there's video of me on Instagram. I don't go on the Insta as much anymore. You know, singing my Trump. Oh, song. I knew he was going to win. I knew he was going to win because. You know, the Clintons aren't entirely blameless here. I mean, they, they, they monetized politics on another level. I mean, they, they just they, – they were part of the same – I get this idea that a lot of Americans look around. They're like, it is a fucking swamp. The Clintons had a hand in that. I mean, when they were president, like, they turned the D.C. Like, suddenly it was like, you know, movie stars were staying in the Lincoln bedroom. I mean, like, they, tur- like, they left office. And, like, Jimmy Carter was a working – like, a working guy. He was like a peanut farmer. Which is probably why he's not a memorable president. <laughs> right. And that's, yeah, and that's like, the last time a peanut like, farmer yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. And president. like he flies coach. You know what I mean? Fucking Bill Clinton was flying around with Jeffrey Epstein, who's another one of these Mar-a-Lago mm-hmm. fucking uh, oh, yeah. uh, um, uh, Trump friend, but also partying with, with Bill Clinton. He was trafficking in women, in girls. Right, right. He was molesting girls. He was like Michael Jackson. He was worse than Michael Jackson. I mean, he was another... No, really. I mean, I mean, Trump picked... That was the worst person the Democrats could have fucking rolled out Well, there. no, it right. did, but I'm just saying, like... There, I mean, again, like, w- the funny thing is, it's like, the end result of this, I do think, is going to end... Like, we're closer to revolution, I think, than and people realize. Because I do think that people are starting to ke- catch wise as to, like, the difference between, like... People who have my like, just a, a random example. So uh, the private school that I went to in New York City sent me an email. Uh, I went to private school in New York. They sent me an email and they said, "Hey, this year we had our annual gift." Private schools. Yeah, private schools. <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah. Plural. Private schools. Yes. Private I was schools. about to ask which one. <laughs> All right. So this is the first one that I went to. Okay. So like they I, they sent me an email about like their um they had their fucking uh, raise or their money raise right. So the ask. For the school, the school was hoping to raise $45 million in a Ooh. year. This is a K through 8th grade school Jesus and, um, in New York City. And they, and they had 90% participation of kids who were already, like parents of kids who were there. They, they got above their ask of wow. $45 million. My kid's school, which is like pre-K through 6th grade, like a progressive <laughs> charter school. Has drag queens <laughs> <laughs> their, ask, their, their ask was $350,000 in a year. 
You know, and I'm like, I'm like, that's, cr- but that's crazy. Hey, that gets you gender reassignment. But, <laughs> but so what? No, so what's the point? What, what are you trying well, to my, say? No, my again, my point is, is like, forty five million dollars for like a case. That's like co- that's like university level, mm-hmm. and it's insane. I mean, like, it just, it's just to me, like, I, like this is like my new, it's my new party. You know, usually like people at parties, it, depending on which ones I go to, like when it's like school things or whatever I have a few wines I'm like the conspiracy theorist <laughs> like they're like oh there's Alex Jones for the left oh, yeah. over, over, over there by the cheese plate here comes David Wilcox <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> like uh oh heads up here he comes but like um, this is my that's my go to now I'm telling people this you know and people are like oh my god and you know and you're like really and they're like, I'm like yeah man fucking 45 million dollars like my mother uh, her last book was nominated for like uh, a Pulitzer Prize she was doing the university thing. Like, uh, she got, you know, but she decided to go back to her school because they gave her, like, the high school that she taught at because the deal they gave her beat out the universities. This is another $50,000 a year private school in New York City. People are just going to catch wise to this because, like, in Ballers, right now, like, the end of every episode of Ballers... They are on, like, this incredible balcony looking down at everybody else. Like, height is everything now in New York City. It's like, if you, you know, these buildings are getting taller and taller. And it just, there's this element where I feel like at the end of every day, like, Trump, Clinton... Some other child molester. They all just get in this group get, Skype. They all get in this group Skype. <laughs> yeah. And they're all and they're all in their fucking like forty million dollar apartments with right. sick fucking views. You could see fucking LA from your nine hundredth floor apartment in New York City toasting like, Yeah, we really got yeah. one over on those motherfuckers. And this is what is known as the cabal. Yes, exactly. Yeah, they're or Freemasons. The, the yeah. Illuminati. Both kind of the same oh, thing. Right, yeah, I mean, it's okay. all pretty much, you know. So you're just you're saying that, and Trump's a part of all that. And oh that, yeah, and yeah, yeah. Trump yeah. is just a part of. That. I mean, Trump. I mean, there's a positive. But I think you got Jay Z probably in there. I don't think Jay Z's allowed in there. I think Jay Z might be like you know Jay Z and Beyonce are on like their separate. Illuminati. But like oh, Obama, now, is, Obama's kind of in there on the low. He's like the black guy know. on the boat in Perfect Storm. <laughs> he is. He, he's like Pierre, Al- like on the yeah, list. Yeah, he's kind of. Like, they're oh, like Pierre Alfred. Like who the hell is that? No, yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah, Pierre. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Now, what about Gutenberg? Is Goot up <laughs> yeah. down there? Is the Goot? Steve Gutenberg. He, he's like their the spider <laughs> in Goodfellas. He's, <laughs> yeah, he is. He just kind of like works there, but so no, that's the just, thing. No, you know, Obama probably goes by his secret Illuminati name. Yeah, and they just all are, yeah, it's like Pierre. Yeah, they're like that's Obama's coming in. So basically. The whole point I, I is think just, o- I mean, I think Obama's evil. Uh, I mean, look, go, it's again. It's he's really been, hard. It's he's really not. Hard. A, he's not as fucking perfect as everyone makes him out to be. No, no. it's very. Everyone again, makes him out to be like fucking god. Totally, I mean, listen, no. it's very hard to square. It's very hard to square. He went from like Columbia to the White House. <laughs> I mean, he's been groomed by. <laughs> no, he. I mean, look, he was. He's a. He's a. He's a savvy politician. But I will say this: I do find it to be like really. Uh, Questionable. If you say you're for the people, then like you leave office. I mean, like again, these are I, who's going to say no to this? But him and his wife got a sixty million dollar advance for for their autobiography. Oh, oh, oh. Sixty million dollars. <laughs> I mean, like it's just to me. I'm I'm like you know these 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 sums of money are. I mean, and here we are like writers in Hollywood, and, and in and in a month we may all have to fire our agents because like. Oh, that writer's guilt yeah, thing? Yeah, that writer's guilt thing. Oh, right. Yeah. Yeah, that's... A- now, I hasn't been paying that much... I mean, I mean I, I'm not going to get jump into that political mm. fray because I think they're bigger issues. 
Because I like, I mean, the WGA as a union is great. I mean, the health care that we get is outrageously great. Oh, it's fantastic. Great. Yeah. I mean, I make up illnesses now. Because I just like, <laughs> Oh, no. You just, I, I, I love abusing my health <laughs> privileges. Yeah, why like, not? I have a hangnail. And yeah. I, I go to the podiatrist. Yeah, why not? No, I'm like, uh, I have But a now, do you ache. think, uh, is, is socialism the answer? No. I, I, no, I don't. I, no, no. I think, like, I don't think Elizabeth Warren is electable, but I think she's presented... Uh, one of the most sort of detailed plan. I mean, honestly, I think Biden gets in. She's the not. And Elizabeth Warren's not going to win. No, she's not going to win. She's not electable. No. Nah, nah. My money is on Joe Biden. I think he gets in the race. I don't necessarily know if that's good. I'm not endorsing anybody yet as the political commentator of the show. I, I think a Biden Beto ticket is, is will fucking. Yeah, I don't know. See, I think Beto is starting to run mm. out of steam because he's playing footsie right now with everybody for so long. It's either get in the race and yeah. make your make an impact or forget it because you're fucking boring right now. I yeah, think. I think. Yeah. I think. Look at Kamala Harris. I do think that like no ticket from the Democrats should go forward without some like a some a Bernie from the Sanders West Coast. just looks like Doc from uh, <laughs> Back to the Future to me now. He just well, kind of looks also, like crazy. The worst mad is scientist. going back. Like the fact that he lost, and now he's like back. It's yeah, kind of no, like I mean, he's like, and I, I like Bernie Sanders, but it's just like but you already we, we, fucking we, we did this in twenty sixteen. Yeah, yeah. You're kind of you like the mean? white Al Sharpton. No, <laughs> you know what is. I mean? Right? No, it's like it sucked that he lost because I think he would have beat Trump. But it's just like, dude, you. You you get you he tried already. Beat, he would not have beaten Trump. I don't think. I mean, no, they, I, no. no, the Republicans would love Bernie Sanders to run because they have got an Oppo research book on him that is, by all accounts, devastating. <laughs> About uh, Bernie <laughs> About Sanders. Sanders yeah. Oh yeah. Like he's got he's got he wrote a book. I think he at one point he wrote a novel. I, I do believe there's scenes in there of uh, a man blowing a kid. Oh. There's some weird shit in there. Yeah, they might. And yeah, he's in there. And, and there's videos of him drinking vodka in Russia, talking about how great. I mean, like, Trump wants to run. Like, like, I we think know it's the all po- the same. The- they're all on the same team. No, they're, they're all, all playing- some scumbags. Yeah, I, that's the thing. Right, they but this all is, are. Right, but this is where you look to somebody like Elizabeth Warren, who's presented a, 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 a and who's been a, and who's been a legitimate fighter. I, again, she really stepped in it when the whole fucking DNA Pocahontas <laughs> yeah. thing. And I wouldn't vote for her simply because of that because it's just so fucking stupid. But she is a you – you can look at her record and you know factually she has been fighting for the working man for a really long time. And she's presented a tax plan that makes sense. Like I like her plan, like taxing wealth. Like all these rich people who are parking money overseas don't pay taxes on that. Mm-hmm. Right, right. Like, I don't think, I, I, you know, the Democrats need, it's not socialism. Like, if they, they lose the fight every time they let the right get that word into the lexicon. The, the, the point is, is that Democrats need to be, like, really, it's really simple. We, want to, we don't want to take taxes out of your income. We want to take taxes out of the fucking money you didn't earn. Right. So if somebody gives me $100 million because my dad was a fucking ruthless, murdering, incredible businessman. And I get that $100 million, and I'm a fucking blow-addicted, bungalow-8 party. Up, up, on, up on a patio. <laughs> up on a fucking the patio. You're at the rectum every night. <laughs> yeah. And I haven't earned that, but I get to keep that money, and that money earns whatever, 3%. I mean, again, think about 3% on $100 million a year, whatever it is, wherever it's parked. It's a fucking – that's a lifetime for somebody. Mm-hmm. Why does that person get to keep that money tax-free? Right. And so, I mean, again – Warren's talking about taxing uh, wealth overseas. You know, if you can keep it overseas, we'll find it. Doesn't matter anymore. You're not going to find a tax haven in some money laundering capital. Yeah, 
it's going to be Joe Biden versus Trump. It I just, think so. It, it yeah. just will be. Yeah, I think so. I mean, that's it. Just is. It just it feels like that's. Well, it's not going to be Cory Booker. The problem. It's is, not going to be John C. Riley. <laughs> no, John C. John C. Riley will play somebody in the Adam McKay movie about <laughs> oh, about oh, for all sure. of this. Yeah. Let's, God, he's yeah. He's so going to make that movie. Be, oh yeah. Uh, how much time we got there? We got about two minutes. Two minutes. Uh, let's give you some shout outs. Should think it's shout out. Right, shout out to Sam Nunberg. Yeah. Give a For shout trying out to, to Sam be in a jackass because he, so he got somebody sent him the podcast and he loved it. One of his friends yeah. and he loved it. So like your friends listen to the podcast. So like you want to come on and that then like I don't know how he got like the secret files of like what our numbers are. <laughs> but I mean like we have above we have a, a lot of listeners. Yeah, you know what yeah. I mean? It's like a good podcast, but like clearly it's not enough for him. No, clearly yeah. no no. So if you're a, a dedicated uh, Camp Good Boy, I will be giving shout outs on Twitter to everyone who listens to Camp Good Boy who uh, sends a derogatory remark to Sam, Sam Nunberg on, on his Twitter. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, find him on Twitter and just be like you're a fucking moron. If I see it uh, also, you can put at, you can at me on there, and I'll know. And but I'll like you, you, you come on the podcast, like he, he's like, I remember he gets on the last one. He's like, I love this so much. <laughs> yeah, he loves. Like it. you're having a good time, and it's like, oh, now all of a sudden, yeah, it's like, fuck him. Yeah, later, uh, we were talking dork. about the pussy posse earlier. So shout. <laughs> I called you directly. <laughs> shout out to Leonardo Dot though. Oh, the meme account, funny stuff. Nice. Uh, shout hey, shout out to Boy with Trim. Hey, shout out, shout out. Uh, shout out to uh, who's this guy? Nick U. Scut. Hey. <laughs> Comes in with a like every now. Yeah. <laughs> shout out. Uh, hey, shout out to some of these newer followers. Uh, let me get down there. Hey, shout out Drea Dot Doodle. Shout out Drea. Hey, shout Drea out. Hey, shout out to Mimsy Tang. Shout out. She's really repping the podcast hard. Yeah. Uh, Mimsy thank Tang. you. Thank you. Friend of Justice's. Uh, shout shout out. out to. Hey, shout out to uh, shout underscore Neum. Ho Mally. Hey, shout out Neil. Really comes in with the uh, the like. Uh, shout out to uh, hey, shout out Rosie Peets. Hey, hey, shout out hey, Rosie. <laughs> He's got a couple shout outs on this podcast. Uh, a couple Rosie new Peets, followers. You got to get down here. <laughs> hey, shout out to Rocco underscore Nick. Hey, shout out Rocco with the like and right. shout out to Chinstagram. Hey, shout out, shout out. <laughs> and another one. Hey, shout out Indigenous Beard. Uh, shout, shout out. out. <laughs> Good shout out. Thanks for the support, guys. Shout <laughs> Gonna keep cranking those starter packs out. <laughs> Every day, man. Every day. <sighs> no, I, yeah, I like the starter pack. The I'm great. a big fan. Yeah, I enjoy the starter pack. I love them. Well, nice. I mean, we really got our money's worth tonight from our political yeah. correspondent, Nick Scott. This is how I find out about what's going on in the political world. I've started to listen to conservative talk radio on Sirius. It's so entertaining. Oh, yeah, yeah. It's, no, ser- By the way, everyone should get a Sirius XM. It's the best. Shout out to Sirius. Shout out to Sirius. Those, those guys fucking are just psychopaths. Oh, the best. I mean, hilarious. Like when Breitbart Radio comes on, I'm just like, fuck it. Let's go. Just fucking get go. Start. Well, they're maniacs. They're such lunatics. Yeah, they're, they're And like just the maniacs. way that they talk, they're they're. Dude, such savages. <laughs> it's really fun to listen to. Nice. Well, uh, thanks for tuning in. 48, uh, late 40s. Uh, apologies to all the filmmakers and anyone behind a perfect storm. <laughs> <laughs> and especially the victims. Yeah. <laughs> Love you, Wolfgang. Yeah. Sorry, guys. Um, Gaspar, uh, on the Camp Goodbye podcast, Gaspar No gets more love than any <laughs> Wolfgang Peterson. Yeah. All right. Well, thanks for so, uh, We'll see you next week. We did it. Right. We did it. Late 40s. Later, guys. Bye.